Welcome to the Honor Roll Insurance Podcast. This is a podcast of the Toscano Agency, which, by the way, was founded on Bill Toscano's front porch over 52 years ago while his kids were running around. The front porch is a strange place to start a business, and it's because his wife would not let him use the dining room. Smart woman. I don't blame her. We're still family-owned, operated, and friendly here at the Toscano Agency. We have a weed webinar coming up on September the 13th at 10 o'clock. Come learn how we can help with all types of cannabis risks. We'd love to talk about it. Register early at toscano.com forward slash webinars. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about risks associated with special events and vacant properties. And we're going to be talking about this with one of our underwriters, Susie Montgomery. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Today, we have a special guest from the Toscano Agency. We have small business unit underwriter, Susie Montgomery, and she has played a lot of different roles. I can't wait to talk through this with her. She has many years of experience in the industry. She has built excellent relationships and has moved through multiple roles. It's nice when everybody wants you on your team, and that's definitely the case with Susie. Susie, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Of course. So I want to dig in deep because I have been with Toscano for about four years now. And since I've been here, you have played multiple roles. So I really want to hear your story. How did you get into insurance? In insurance, I I, I had a friend that I met at a club. So I got started in here because I had fun and was drinking with the right person. <laughs> That's a great insurance story. So was this person at Toscano or just someone in general insurance? She was not here. No, we started, well, she was somewhere else and I ended up getting in with Howard Hanna in their commercial or insurance department. Okay. I went in basically not quite a file clerk, but I typed up their proposals and policies, um, binders and worked my way up there I she helped me get my license Mm -hmm. and um went I went from there awesome okay so how did you transition to Toscano or was there any other insurance experience in between that role that was my first um that was down in Pittsburgh area okay I was looking to stay closer to home the hour and a half two hour you know trip each way was getting to be too much five days a week yeah that's horrible (laughs) I was trying to find something closer to home. The two-hour commute each way was getting to be a little bit much. I was down there for five years. Oh, wow. I uh, did find something closer to home that lasted about a year. And while I was expecting my first child, I got out of you know the insurance business. I kind of went back to the world of uh, car rentals. Oh, you know, when I was younger, one of my first jobs was working for a car rental agency. Uh, that manager eventually recommended me to another one. So I took, you know, about a year off or so and did that. And then I came here. So 21 years ago, I started with Toscano. Mm-hmm. Wow. So how did you get your in to Toscano? Did you just find them? Did you know somebody? Like, how did that work for you? Everyone my, seems to know somebody <laughs> before they come here, like, or they're related. My mother and aunt had a small bridal store in Derry. 
my mother made the wedding gowns, the bridal gowns, all that. My aunt did the floral. The whole family did the decorating for the weddings. Tracy Bridge was coming in. She wasn't Tracy Bridge yet, but she was getting her gowns made by my mother and they were chatting and um, yeah, Tracy brought my resume in and here I am. (laughs) That is so awesome. So I have to back up to your mom being a seamstress and, you know, your aunt doing floral design and everybody helped with decorating. That is like my family as well. So I have to share, like my grandmother was a seamstress and my mom did decorating for weddings and uh, my friend, Jessica Siegfried, who works here, her mom was my mom's best friend. She did decorating for weddings. Like I get that. And y'all help. Like you just help all the time, no matter what it is. But what a cool story. Like, it's so funny. So how far are you? I'm not really familiar with all of the area of Greensburg. How far are you from the agency now? Is it pretty close? 30 minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. Since I have a lead foot, 30 minutes. Ah, well, why don't you talk a little bit about the vehicle you do drive? Because every time I am out there, I can definitely spot your vehicle in the parking lot. Yeah, my my Jeep is easy to see. It's gecko green, and I love it. Um, My husband is the Jeep person. I'm the green person. And when I saw one of those rolling through a Jeep show, I'm like, I need to have it. (laughs) Honey, that's it. Go get it. (laughs) He made it um, happen. Her name is my baby. My kids know that. My Jeep is my baby and I will be buried in her. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so awesome. I love it. It is quite the sight to see. It's such a cool vehicle. I love, 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 love it. Thanks. Okay. So let's talk about your journey at Toscano because everybody wants you on their team. And this has been a theme (laughs) at least for the past four years that I have witnessed. So tell me a little bit about where you've been and and the roles you've had here. All right. Um, Like I said, October will be 21 years that I started. I came in as a personal lines underwriter and I've kind of lost track of the years now. I think I was there eight to 10 years, maybe nine. And then I came down as a commercial assistant. I worked with uh, Joanne Leonard most of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Assistant. And, you know, different, the department changed here and there. We were grouped differently, um, but eventually ended up with Joanne again. And when the agency purchased insurance markets, I went over to be the assistant for the tyranny book Mm -hmm. and did that for a while and came back to the property team, helping everybody out, doing the assistant work. And I guess it's been about a year, a little short of a year. I became an underwriter in the package department Mm -hmm. and then until... Last month, it's been about a month now, I have been switched over to a small business unit underwriter. Which is awesome, you know, and I remember when the insurance market um, position happens for you, and I know that was challenging and different because they had different products than you were used to. And, you know, we brought these guys on who owned their own, you know, wholesale agency that was family owned and they're very, you know, used to doing things in a specific way and had to come and use this new um, system that they weren't used to. There are some challenges there, Susie, but you kept a smile on. You really did. You did such a great job for them during that time. I mean, you you did. Kudos (laughs) to you. You just kind of take any challenge that comes and you roll with it. And I love it. I think it's such a, it's such a great, great thing about you and the way you approach your work. So thank you. 
You're welcome. So your current role, you're seeing all kinds of things in this role. So why don't you share a little bit about how you can help agents in your current spot? Okay. Like I said, it's only been a month, but what I'm seeing a lot of are vacant dwellings Mm. and special events coming through. And we do have raters on our website for both of those um, types of risk. The special events, you can actually go in, quote it, you know, bind it, pay for it right there. Kind of a one-stop shop. Yeah. At the door. Which is great because most people have a special event. And even though the special event has been planned for months, everyone forgets about the insurance until the Mm -hmm. day before. (laughs) Everyone needs it fast. So uh, that radar is definitely a good tool for folks to be able to use. So can you share a little bit? I know it's August now, but what are the types of special events you're really seeing right now? Can you share some examples? We see like that. October, we see a lot of hay rides and, and things of that nature. But um, in general, what are some things that, that we're seeing? The, the pumpkin patches will be coming mm. up, you know, the fall festivals, um, still fall weddings. Oh, yeah. You know, beautiful time of the year for weddings. Um, things like that pumpkin patch. Oh, haunted houses. Sorry. Oh, yes. Haunted houses <laughs> are a big one. And um, corn mazes. I've been seeing a lot of corn mazes come across my desk. Um, so definitely I would say, you know, the Raider's great. If you get stuck on the Raider or there's not something that you need there, you know, obviously Susie, you're going to be there to be able to help folks and, and hold their hand. Um, I know I get a lot of requests for agents who need help with special events and I like to pass them over so you can talk about it. Like what kind of information do you need for a special event when you are talking with an agent? I like to know. To keep the markets in mind, you know, if there's liquor involved or if they're just looking for a general liability, is it a one-day event? If it's multiple days, is there camping? You know, that kind of limit or changes the markets we have to go to for the risk. Um, so that's, you know, number of attendees. Um, yeah. Just had a call that there was a pretty um, famous person performing. <gasps> oh, So, yeah, those kinds of things. That's important to know because it's going to draw a bigger crowd, you know, and it's really hard to estimate how many people are going to come to an event. Right. Unless it's indoors and Mm -hmm. like for a concert, you know, you have your number of seats. Right. You know, that helps. But yeah, if it's an outdoor event, they just ask for a good estimate of what they're predicting. Yeah. And like I say to everybody, you know, we want to know the story. We want to know what's going on with the risk. You mentioned you can help with um, some vacants as well. What's some good information you need for the vacant risks that you're seeing? Just how long they've been vacant. You know, what are their future plans with it? Are they selling it? Are they remodeling it? You know, if there are renovations going on, we need information on that. You know, the cost, who's doing it, what kind of renovations, whether they're just cosmetic or structural, um, things like that help us find the right market for it. Right. And we don't have a cap as to how long the property is allowed to be vacant. I know a lot of standard carriers do that. Do we have a major cap on that with most of our carriers? Some do, some don't. So we still have options to go to. And the flexibility. Okay, cool. So a little bit back to some personal things about you. I know about your Jeep. So you want to tell us a little bit about your family? My family. We have two children. 
one just turned 21. So he was six weeks old when I started at the agency. Oh my goodness. <laughs> did you have him in the daycare? I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you yes. talk a little bit about that? Cause a lot of folks don't know that we offer that. Oh, and since my other one is almost 17, I kind of forgot about our daycare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, both of them did. Yeah. Attend our daycare. Uh, it's great. It's on site. It's not actually in the building with us. It's just across the parking lot. And actually, when I started, it was on the other side of the office. And as the other building where they are now came up for sale, you know, the Tuscanas purchased it. The parents all pitched in and did some remodeling on that. And so that's been there. 20 years, 19 years. It's it's really such a great perk about working here. You can get to have lunch with your kids on your lunch break. And, you know, it's just what a, what a really, um, what a great thing to do. And, you know, now it's kind of a little bit more common, but 20 years ago, that was really blazing a trail. Like that was just really something special to do. So awesome. So your kiddos are grown up. They are. Our daughter is a Halloween baby, so she will be 17 and driving soon, hopefully. Woo! Working on that. Uh, there's a Jeep out in the driveway getting repaired for her. Oh, that's so awesome. We are a, a Jeep family. <laughs> that's so cool. I uh, love it. Yes. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about your husband. You shared a cool fact with me that I didn't know before we started recording. So I, w- I want to hear about, I want you to share that with everybody. Uh, Scott, uh, when we got together, he was actually working for a local recycling. Um, I don't, they didn't, well, they do actually recycling, but they did the conveyor systems and the recycling, like the shredding machines. Mm-hmm. That's where he got his CDL and he delivered the machinery to wherever throughout uh, the states, and actually, he mm. did go to Australia. Wow! And we almost went to Germany, but so he would drive the equipment there, and then he would install it, and then he would go back out for repairs. Um, but after that, yeah, he he liked driving. He doesn't like to stare at four walls, so he was an over-the-road truck driver. We started off with one truck. He was an owner operator and we tried to branch out the two trucks and that was, that was rough. Mm. It's hard to keep good drivers. Yeah. So eventually we got it down to just him. And then when diesel prices started going up many, many years ago, yeah, we, we got out of owning trucks. He still drove for companies and, but eventually he got out of that. So he is off the road for maybe 12, 15 years now. And wow, he's not quite staring at four walls, but he's more local. (laughs) Awesome. Well, that's really cool. And I know that uh, when you were helping with the tyranny book, there was some commercial auto in there and trucking and you shared that it is completely different being on the owner side (laughs) than it is on the insurance side for that. Yeah. I didn't realize how much we depended on the insurance people to take care of all the Mm -hmm. things that I didn't know about. (laughs) Right. It is very specialized and we do do that very well here. Thankfully, you know, our owner, Bill really knew what was needed as well because he had behind the wheel experience. So that definitely is helpful um, with those types of accounts. So, all right. So a couple things I would love to hear from you, Susie, you've obviously have seen all different types of risks through the years. What is your one piece of advice to share 
with agents when they are working with us? What's the best thing that you could tell them? Really give us all the details you can. Give us a, a good story, the background on your submission. We, you know, don't want things to come up at binding that we didn't know about right. that, you know, makes it a little more difficult. Right. But definitely a good story with your submission always helps. Definitely. And, you know, I know a lot of agents like to just send in applications and I understand doing that to be efficient. However, I like to share, don't let your application tell the story because it's not going to do it as well as you can. So by the time you're coming to us, we know you have, you know, exhausted all options in house and there's something funky going on or it just doesn't fit for some reason. So the better you can communicate that information the more likely the success is going to flow and you can get it quoted faster because there's nothing more annoying when you don't have the information you need. The agent needs this quickly. Well, we can't submit what we need to if we don't have everything we need to share with our underwriters. So yeah, that's a really good piece of advice. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time to talk with us today, Susie. It was really interesting to get to know all things about you in multiple angles. It makes sense why you're such an excellent underwriter. You really have experienced so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I'm on the roll. 